Welcome to the Harmony Perspective, where we talk about real churches with real pastors facing real issues. Hey folks, welcome to the Harmony Perspective. I'm joined as normal by Pastor TJ and Pastor Patrick, and today we're talking about engaging our community, and we're going to do talk about one specific topic. It's engaging our schools. So guys, welcome. Hey, Ben. What's up, man? All right, so we have to ask, we didn't on our last episode, but I have to ask today, what is on the menu this week with HelloFresh? Skipped it. You skipped the the delivery? Yes. So you're fasting this week? No, we are not at home. We're out doing our uh, community engagement. Oh, great. Our, all three of our children are in uh, on teams right now. Lillian's T-ball, Laney is softball, and Hayden is baseball. So we are at the ball field Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at church on Wednesday. And Sunday. And Sunday. So. What do you do on Saturday? You're such a loafer. Can you please add something to your Saturday On schedule? Saturday... Uh, I did a wedding last week. Uh, yeah, I've been chasing turkeys too, so that's that's uh, ties up my mornings. So what what I think I'm hearing Pastor Patrick say is no one can either get married or die, and at least in the softball se- the ball season, because you have no free time. Oh yeah, no. Nah, I mean they can do what they want. <laughs> we don't want you to die. So, but if you want to get married, feel free. That's right. So today we're talking about engaging in our community and uh, what it means to engage in our local schools. Um, So schools are one of the greatest mission fields for our students, but also a host of teachers that are living in our community and showing up there every day of the week. And at Harmony, that's one of our core ideas of how do we engage our community. Uh, Part of that plan is engaging in our schools. Um, So it it is interesting. We just had a conference about this uh, uh, with our state. So, um, TJ or Patrick, tell us a little b- more about what it means to have a heart for schools. I'm going to defer to TJ, but I just want to point out the reality of how desperate and stressed uh, our teachers are. Uh, the last year has been a total overhaul of public education, and it, it's been reactionary more so than uh, being out in front of a lot of this. And so, uh, while from the top down, it may not be too bad at the top levels, the teachers are the ones that are in the trenches day after day, pouring in to our children with, with the knowledge that they need. And many of them that we know with the love of Jesus as well, which is the love of Jesus and the desire to see God glorified is the only reason many of them are still doing it. That's right. And so when we say we want to give back, we want to pour into our schools, it's so that they understand how much we appreciate them and how much we love them and, and are just so thankful that God has placed this calling to be an educator on their life. And you talk about a need for hope. Um, like you said, I think teachers need that encouragement and hope. Two of the three of us have spouses that are teachers, and, and I would echo that it's been a tough year on my spouse, and I know, TJ, you would uh, do the same. So how, how do we as a church family look at that as a mission field, TJ? How do, how do we pour into our schools and our teachers? Yeah, first and foremost, um, there's the, the relationships have to be there. They have to be made. So you start small with trying to build relationships. We're able to do that here at Harmony because we have several teachers. Um, we're near... Uh, uh, elementary, middle, and high school that's very local to us, and we have several of our uh, 
congregants that are either teachers or administration or something within the school district or local schools themselves. So we were able to start those relationships here at church and then use those relationships to be able to invest in um, more at the schools and build more relationships at the schools. So it really starts with, I think, relationships. Uh, if you have no relationship with anybody within the school um, that you're near or that you know nobody's part of and you you have a desire to be at that school, um, a simple email to the uh, principal is easy enough. Um, you, you shoot an email to them, you call the school, uh, talk to the principal, um, and just have that conversation, an initial conversation. Uh, not that you want to go in and change things, not that you have some type of agenda, but literally how can you just help? You're here to help. Um, Patrick stated a few minutes ago with COVID, uh, things have been crazy. Ben, you talked about uh, your wife and my wife both. We've seen them in the trenches, and, and we know that with COVID, everything has been really hard on the teachers. And I've seen it for myself that it's been a harder year on the teachers, and parents are even harder on the teachers because it's been such a struggle. Well, the teachers really haven't had a great direction that they've been pointed in to go towards anyways. And then on top of that, they're being harped on by parents and then with aggravated students that aren't, you know, uh, having an easy time with the online stuff. So from every single direction you could think of, they're being hit with some type of negativity. Uh, so just being able to say, hey, I'm here to help you, whatever you need at this particular moment. And almost any school uh, at this point is willing to receive help. And one of the things I think is important is uh, that when we send that email, that we don't come in it with a preconceived notion about what I'd like to do. Right, See, yeah. sometimes no, we no send agenda, that email and no say, agenda. hey, we'll uh, be glad to serve breakfast or replant those plants that look horrible in front of your school. Um, that may not be what that administration needs, right? So we need to have an open hand to say, hey, listen, what do you need? And then be willing to do it. I mean, there's some risk in that, right? So you just yeah. throw it out and say, hey, how can we help you? It could be something really big or really wacky, but you got to be willing to step up you and do it. You got to be willing to step up and do it. And that's the that's the main thing, like, like I was saying. No agenda. And, and I want to throw a shout out to parents right now. Christians should not be complainers. Ephesians 4, 29 tells us to not let any unwholesome talk come out of our mouths, but only that which is good for building up. Teachers don't just have your child in their class. They've got 20 to 30 children that they're pouring into. And so you may not like the way something comes in. Little Jimmy or Johnny may come in and tell you that something's happened at school. I, I want you to understand that, that the teachers deserve grace just like you do. And Jesus has given it to us, given it to me, I know, in bucketfuls. And so we got to be just as graceful when we communicate with them. They have a hard job. Most of us freaked out when we had to keep our kids at home for two or three months uh, at the uh, this time last year. And, and so the, our teachers are doing that all day, every day with everybody's children. So I, I just point out that when you feel like complaining, give them the benefit of the doubt and reach out to them in love and grace and not with some ill intent. That's a good word. And, and so to 
partner with what we what we were talking about. How do we get um, that engagement with the school? As I said, relationships. Um, obviously, prayer is right there at the front of, of everything. Um, but some of the things that we've done, um, we've had book bags that were packed. Uh, that was a need at one point in time. Um, we've connected this year for our teachers appreciation week. I simply sent out that email asking, hey, what do you guys need? What can we do for you? What do your teachers need? And I got the response, hey, we just really need encouragement. Um, so we came up with this note system where we um, we got note cards, and there's an encouragement note on the back of those note cards, uh, personally written from our congregants to the teachers at the elementary, middle, and high school. Uh, we're also providing meals uh, for the teachers, for the staff, um, there's a teacher work day that's coming up. The students won't be there, so we're able to go there and just provide a full lunch for the staff at the schools. Uh, we were able to do that previously. It worked out well. We were able to connect uh, with sports. Um, the football team needed somebody to come along and sponsor them to have meals before their games. So we're able to go in there on Friday uh, evenings before the the football team leaves for the game. And we've got a group of uh, a family that really – pours into these kids, and, and it's not that they just go there and serve them. They hang out with the kids. They talk to them. Lifelong investments here that are, that's happening. And, and so this is just a few ways that we've partnered with the schools that they said, hey, this is a need we have because we asked what they needed. It's not something that we said, oh, I bet we could do this, and this is what they need. It was literally, what do you guys need in this area? What do you guys need right now? And, well, do you think you could do this? Well, absolutely. Let's handle it. Um, and it's not just the pastor or admin, the admin at the church. It's the whole congregation being willing to support and go. And, and the more you do that and engage in your local schools, uh, soon enough, it's not going to be me having to continue to ask what's going to happen. They're going to start asking the church. I know in a, a former ministry context, uh, we had that same relationship with our high school that was literally within uh, eyeshot of the, the church. And um, the AP and IB students needed uh, testing areas. So guess what? Church opened up for testing. Um, so the kids showed up there during the school week when they did their AP test and their IB test. And um, the HOA, you know, needed places to meet or the school uh, needed a place to be able to have a graduation ceremony for one of the elementary schools. Um, so guess what? The sanctuary began to be the graduation place for the fifth graders for that elementary school uh, because their own little cafeteria was not big enough to hold everybody that they thought would come. Um, so again, you start investing in the school and eventually they're going to be picking up the phone and calling back um, with some ideas for ways that you can do. Especially in times of crisis and stuff. Um, I know Patrick has been um, reached out to several times. Uh, we've had moments of crisis here at the school where uh, a student has either passed away or something, and, and they have personally reached out to Patrick to come and lead a prayer visual uh, at the school or at another community center. So that's been, that's been you know, an unfortunate event, but it's, it's nice to know that they have somebody that they can call upon. They know that we're here. They know that we're in the community. They know, it, know that we love them. Um, so they know they can call us. And you see it, the investments not just in the, the educators, but in the students themselves. That Friday night uh, football devotion and meal that, that TJ does, those kids get to see him and, and hear from him and, and know that their community cares. 
And, and then TJ and I mentored uh, some students from over at Chester Middle School. And those kids got to see somebody come in that might not look like them or come from the same background as them, but was willing to spend an hour a week just pouring into them, listening to what their interests were, what's going on in their lives, and, and helping provide some direction. Um, it, it was just awesome to see the kid that, that I was mentoring just kind of open up and uh, tell me about all his interests. And I bought him some old cameras that we had at the yard sale because he said, hey, I liked, uh, he liked photography, so I was able to do that. And he, he just lit up, you know, to, cool. to feel that love. Uh, and, and there's just so many ways and so many needs for these kids. They are inundated with a world telling them that they're not good enough, that if they don't have certain things that they're not good enough, if they don't score the certain test score, they're not smart enough and all these things for somebody to come in and say, Hey, you're worth enough for me to spend time with you and invest in you. That, that makes all the difference. And, and some of these things that we're saying do cost money. Right, and you may be sitting in a church. We're saying, "Hey, I don't have uh, that type of uh, budget that I can buy lunch for the entire uh, church staff." Look around your congregation. There may be someone with that heart that's willing to sponsor it. Maybe it's a, a business leader that's in your church. Maybe he or she is willing to sponsor it. But also look for those things that don't cost money. Um, I've seen churches do reading buddies uh, for you know kindergarten or first to second graders, uh, where at zero cost. The church members show up for one hour a week, and all they do is sit and, and listen and help read uh, with a class. You know that is phenomenal, and uh, you know reading is such an important thing when it comes to a child's survival in this world, but also the ability for them to thrive. Um, it, it's so important. So you know that's something that costs nothing uh, that we can do starting today. And look for churches that are already doing it. We would love to have other churches come partner with us. You mean we can actually like not compete, but we, we can in act- it together. <laughs> we can actually be partners. Collaboration. I, I love it. Yeah. I'm tired, man. <laughs> we, we can do this together. If you know another church is investing in a school around you, go and partner with them. Reach out to them and say, hey, what are you doing? I am sure that they would be willing to say, hey, let me show you. And then help you get it off the off the ground yeah and even invest in it with you i mean for us this is something we have a line item in the budget that we're gonna have in there every year that we add to every year because this is that important to us and And, uh go ahead i was gonna say there's also another resource most most state conventions have some type of partnership with the school districts uh within your state i know in south carolina um we got something called Heart for Schools, and um, and they've done a pretty awesome job of providing other resources and how tos and where to start at and ha- everything you need to to know and to do to really get into a, a school and build that relationship and start from the ground up. Uh, so if you're not in South Carolina, uh, maybe reach out to your state's association and see if they have something for you. Uh, if not, like Patrick said, look for a church that's doing something that's right. and, and just have that conversation with them. And we'll put the Heart for Schools website in the details of this. So if you are in South Carolina, you can see what that's about. Yes. And uh, one last idea before we wrap up is when school starts in August, what about prayer walk in your school campus? So maybe that maybe that principal is saying, hey, listen, we're not ready for you to serve meals or come inside. 
Um, but he would, he or she would be willing for you to just say, hey, before anyone's ever on campus, I want our church to just come and pray over the buildings and pray over what God can do uh, through the work of the ministry of the local church. So uh, think about something like that. And uh, again, if you have questions about reaching your community, if you have questions about reaching your schools, uh, please, in the uh, email address that's going to be in your notes there, uh, email us. Ask a question. We'd love to answer it. Um, that's all the time that we have today. So we just want to thank you again for tuning in to the Harmony Perspective. And uh, go get it. Engage that's your right. community. You know what's funny? I always hated school, and now I can't wait to get back into the schools. <laughs> Have a good day, guys. See you.